welcome back to my podcast and thank you again for joining me this week and I really appreciate your support to everyone who shared and liked and gave me your feedback. I appreciate it and I am working on incorporating everything you gave me into delivering something better. So this week we are going to be talking about a topic that I'm sure you are sick and tired of hearing about. We're going to be talking about beauty. Yeah, I know. Before you just roll your eyes or pause or stop listening, give me a chance. I promise that this is going to be slightly different from what it is that you're expecting. And I hope you can just help, you know, stay and enjoy it with me. So when I came to Australia last year, I became obsessed with beauty with finding my own beauty, understanding my own beauty, becoming more beautiful, becoming all these aspects of things that I consider beautiful that I felt I was lacking in or I could do with improvement in. And, you know, that gives us a question, you know, why do I care? And and that's something that I had to ponder with my search and pursuit of beauty and being attractive and everything that comes with it is... I realized that I wasn't trying to find out beauty like, oh my gosh, you know, how do I become the most beautiful woman on earth? No, I think I was looking for beauty and I was interested in beauty because honestly, I just like the perks that come with being beautiful, you know, and I think we all do. I don't think from my experience that it's about feeling ugly or feeling inadequate. I think it's about wanting the things we know that beauty gives you. So for me beauty is has always been something that i feel like beautiful people when they walk in the room they can be such such questionable people that's what i'm gonna say they're gonna be quite such questionable characters but because we're beautiful they're given room and space to be so when beautiful people do certain things they're quirky when average people do the same things they're weird when beautiful people are certain ways they're confident and when other people do the same things they're arrogant i mean like there is this thing i think uh one of the shows i used to watch being mary jane put it very well it's called a pretty privilege so just the idea that uh some people get benefits and they move in this world differently simply because of the way they look yeah now it's it feels unfair right because honestly beauty is something that says nothing about your personality it's literally you you won the genetic lottery which meshed with social norms of the time because beauty standards do change across history and across time so and that just kind of got me thinking okay so maybe when when people say we don't feel beautiful it's not that we're saying we don't feel beautiful i think what we're saying is that we would love the thing that the other person has And that really kind of something that I've just been exploring so much deeper in terms of what it is. I feel like every time I read about beauty, everyone is telling me how, oh, to be beautiful, you have to change this, you have to change that. No, like quite frankly, I'm one of those people where if I'm being honest with myself and with everybody, I've never considered myself ugly. I have never considered myself the most beautiful woman in the room. Um, I'm... I, but I've never considered myself ugly, you know, I, and I don't think that would change. And I think that's the truth. I, I don't think that would change. I personally think that given the roles and the societal norms 
there are certain standards of beauty that we have been taught and there are certain standards of beauty that I actually agree with and I concur with. And with those, I feel like we walk around with these um, hierarchies of what it means to be beautiful. Like, you know, and sometimes we place ourselves in that hierarchy. So I feel like a lot of times when we say we feel ugly we just mean that we feel like we're not the most beautiful people according to our own internalized standards of what beautiful is and for me that's just been something that i i had to come to terms with because here's the truth whether it's intellect whether it's bodies whether it's anything in life there's always going to be somebody or somebody's better than you that's just the fact you know there's a lot that comes to being beautiful but here's the thing as well is that I feel like when I read media or when I read novels or anytime I talk to people, a lot of times people have this idea of people feel ugly all the time, which I don't necessarily think is true because I think there was a show called Hot in Cleveland. I loved it because it was called Hot in Cleveland because these women were older, like really older. Um, and they had just moved from, I think, like uh, New York or L.A., and then they moved to Cleveland. And the moment they got to Cleveland, everyone thought they were the most beautiful, the most attractive, the hottest women ever. So they moved permanently to Cleveland uh, because they were hot in Cleveland. Get it? But um, what I loved about this show was it, it says the truth. Um, we are all beautiful in context. There are spaces you walk into because of your height, because of your hair, because of, you know, so many other things. At times, you have been the most beautiful person in the room. You are in spaces where you're considered the most attractive. You are in the spaces where you have so much power and you have so much all of these pretty privileges. It's just that they might not always be the same. Yes, there are people who have those privileges more continuously and with more numerous times. But most times, we've all had moments. We've all had moments when the only reason we were treated better or we got something better was simply because, guess what? In the context, we were the most beautiful or considered the most attractive. And that's, that gave us pretty privilege. And I think this is such an important discussion when we talk about beauty and it feel like it's a nuance that's lost because I struggle when I see people consider themselves ugly because it's almost like we have um, this narrative that says, for me to be beautiful, no one else has to be the same way you know like if you're beautiful that means i'm ugly you know like your beauty negates my own or your attractiveness negates my own and that's not true because so often we can all be beautiful and i'm not gonna say in our own ways we can all be beautiful but we are just different kinds of beautiful and i think the most important thing that we need to understand is that the reason why we get we even care about who is more beautiful is we need to look at it in terms of the things that society gives people who are more beautiful. So if I walked into a room and I went into a restaurant and people didn't treat me differently because I wasn't considered in this hierarchy, like we didn't automatically rank everybody, then it wouldn't matter. I feel like a lot of times when we say, oh, I'm ugly, I'm just saying in this case, in this space, I am not being given this privilege. I'm not given... I'm not being given this special consideration and this lack of special consideration makes me feel bothered. And here's the thing, right? Um, it's true. 
it works like there's literally studies that show you know people who are considered beautiful even kids who are considered beautiful are considered to be good they have all these things there's like a halo effect if you're beautiful everyone just assumes you're great okay and if you're not considered beautiful guess what most people are gonna think all the worst things to you you know and it's human culture and it's human beings it's just the way people are but that's the thing i think but we do need to have the conversation to ask when you say i feel ugly or i don't feel beautiful or i don't feel attractive what exactly is it that you feel this thing takes away from you you know does it mean that you basically feel like oh look i feel like i am struggling to attract mates that are the ones that i desire are you saying that I feel like I get excluded from job opportunities that I might want or that I have to work as harder or twice as hard? These are all things that I think we have to start talking about, be- about beauty. But no one wants to have this conversation because how else would we sell you your gym membership, your, you know, your weight loss teas or your lightening creams or your hair products if we didn't tell you that somehow you not feeling beautiful in spaces just means you feel ugly all the time. I think that's something that I wish we had more nuanced conversations about. Like, what does that mean? To have, like, nuanced um, ideas of what beauty actually really truly means in terms of what it is that we want to achieve and what makes us happy. Okay, so before I used to always tell everybody that... um, Media had not affected my ideas of beauty. This is something I stand by, okay? I actually still stand by it. But a lot of how my beauty standards were created was, as a young young, young person growing up, a lot of my beauty standards were actually heavily imp- uh, influenced by the opinions of the people around me. And by that, I don't mean other kids. I feel like when I was younger, when people didn't tell me, like, oh, you're not attractive or you're not beautiful as much, but I feel like it was a lot of how people were treated, how people around me treated women who looked a certain way. And that kind of internalized my idea of what is beautiful. So, for example, let's just say I had um, uncles who would fat shame women or would uh, ob- objectify bigger women. This internalized into a bit of like a, I don't want to call it fat phobia, but it is like in a way, there's something about weight that internally I knew from a young age that look this is this is not okay you know and these are the type of like how for me a lot of my beginning uh, beauty standards were created but as I grew up I feel like um, I fell in love with reading and I love to read I absolutely enjoy books but a lot of the books that I read were by white authors about white characters and even recently like this weekend i was reading this novel and this guy was describing this black woman in a very objective way like i actually realized like oh my gosh i don't like how people of color in these books were presented but at that time i was reading to explore the world and i feel like i did begin to internalize certain standards of beauty so for me the one standard of beauty that i know that i didn't get from everyone else but i got predominantly from my books is that for me long hair is something that i consider very beautiful like very long luscious hair and i am grateful for the books as well because the one thing that i do find very 
uh, synonymous with beauty is strong women who are outspoken, who are like, who break the mold. I was always drawn to books with characters like that. And I feel like that's something that I internalize as beautiful. I internalize strength and all of these things as beautiful. But the negative is, you know, I internalized long hair, long, you know, luscious curls and loose curls. And I internalized that as a beauty standard. So that's it. Like, I'm not going to lie. But in terms of that, like the general, that was my beauty standard. But there's another thing we talk about. We don't talk about enough when we talk about beauty is my beauty standards in terms of how I perceive other people, okay? So I feel like with being a woman, any beauty standards that I have towards beauty are about about myself. I must probably, you know, um, project to other women. But the one beauty standard I never really developed was the idea of what makes an attractive man. And in here, I would like to cue in K-drama. I fell in love with K-drama. I love K-drama. I... I am utterly, you know, borderline obsessed with K-drama. I love K-drama. I love the storytelling. I love the videography. I love the cinematography, the music. I love K-drama. Okay, I honestly do. And the thing is, K-drama has actually vastly changed my views on what makes an attractive man. And it's even changed how I walk on the street and I perceive what's attractive. And it's not something that, like, K-drama went and was like, A, but I mean... If you watch about 84 K-dramas and you're watching about 16 hours of each and you are being shown these gorgeous men with gorgeous characters, of course, you know. But the thing is, this change was actually quite shocking because when I was thinking about this topic, I realized that happened like, what, two years ago. So I was like 26 when this started happening. When media started changing my perceptions of what beauty is. So now, like, of course, I want a fit man who is tall and kind and rich. Yeah, of course, I'm sure these were standards that I might have had because they don't uh, stray too far from the traditional idea of what a great guy is. But they are now more solidified than they were before. And that is media. And I own that and I accept that. But here is a weird little thing that I also kind of thought about. It's like, as I begin to see and perceive beauty in men or in potential mates a certain way, that also started to seep in to what I perceived as beauty uh, in myself. Because, right, um, you see the hot guys on K-drama, okay, and then you go and then you start seeing these hot guys on Instagram. So the people on your K-dramas are like, not real. The people on your Instagram, they're real. They're real people. And then you start to see the type of people these hot guys are attracted to. And I feel like that has actually really influenced, uh, if I'm being honest, my idea of what beauty is in terms of fitness. Because I like really fit guys and all the fit guys seem to really date really fit women. So for me... Being fit has become a certain standard and aspect of what beauty like looks like for me. And that's just something that I, 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 again, in thinking about this topic and pondering it, I realize like so often when we think about beauty, we always think about it just focusing on ourselves. We focus internally. We focus on what makes me feel beautiful, but we don't, we don't examine 
the things that we consider beautiful about other people and how those views influence how we see ourselves. You know, I feel like you can't consider something ugly or somebody ugly without inherently somehow placing judgment on yourself. Because what we think about the world, about something, is less about that thing, but it says a lot about us. And that's something that I wish people told us more when we talk about beauty. Okay, so now that I know why beauty is important to me, the things that I care about, how does that change how I go in the world? Honestly, when I decided to have this topic and kind of just discuss this, it was a lot of me having a dialogue, almost like an, like an ending to something that I've been chasing for quite a bit since I got here. And it got exhausting. Um, it was deconstructing beauty. I realized that just because I have spaces and moments in which I don't feel attractive, it does not mean I am not attractive all the time. And it does not mean that I think I'm not attractive all the time. But to actually begin to question, like, why does attractiveness matter in these contexts for me? And then to figure out if there's another way to get that end goal. So for me, one of the things that I... I wanted with being attractive was friendship and I know it's gonna sound silly but I always felt like beautiful people never had to try to be good friends they they kind of just were and I think there's this movie that I watched recently on Netflix it calls uh half of it and this girl says that you know uh people like me by like me doesn't mean they like me they just want me to be like them and I really kind of thought about it and I was like, yeah, I feel like with beautiful people, everyone goes way out of their way to be close to them, to be in proximity to them. It's almost like we have this weird idea that being in close proximity with beauty makes us beautiful, which kind of does make sense. Because if your friend is beautiful, there is a higher chance of you being around beautiful people or being around people. You know what I mean? It's almost like a spillover effect. And those are the truth, but that's what I wanted. I think I wanted beauty for that. And I also think I wanted beauty for for room to make mistakes. And by that, I mean, I just wanted beauty because for me, it meant that I would be given a space where I could be myself and have people make <laughs> excuses and justifications for that. So... I could be myself and not be judged, but be myself and have people find ways to make that make sense. And I think that's what I wanted, freedom, you know, friendship and freedom. And with the friendship thing, you know, talk about that in the next episode, like what adult friendships are like. But um, here's the thing. I realized that, yes, I did feel like that. But I don't think those were the kind of relationships I want. In as much as I would love, I'm not going to lie to you, I would love to have a world where people just want to be friends with me all the time and I don't have to put in all this effort and try so hard all the time. I just wouldn't want a relationship that is built around people kind of putting me on pedestals. I would love to have friendships and like the friendships that I do have where it's friendships with equals. 
and friendships with people who want to be with me because they see me and they value me and not because of what perceived soft uh, you know benefits I can give them so I am grateful for that and that realization as well so it helped me let go of that um and so in terms of what it means for me to create spaces where I feel like I have room to make mistakes is I had to become okay with my own mistakes I know it's like oh my gosh you're 29 you should know that and maybe I should but it took me a while um I had to come to a space where I had to become okay with myself giving myself permission to make mistakes giving myself the grace to make those mistakes or giving myself the grace to not be perfect you know and that's the thing, you know, I, I wanted freedom and all these things externally for so long that I forgot that I have the exact same power to give it to myself. Now, here's the thing. People are beautiful because we say we're beautiful. We say they're beautiful. Yes, they might believe they're beautiful, but at the end of the day, for people to be considered beautiful, we have to form consensus. It means I say, I look at you and I say, yes, you're beautiful. I'm like, yes, you're, and ooh, no, you know, that's consensus, that's my opinion, my opinion adds to who's beautiful and who's not, and I am realizing that I get the power to give that same grace to myself, to give, to pass those things to myself, and to also be at peace with the idea that I am not necessarily the most beautiful woman in the world, and that, and that's okay, like, and I might never be. And I also don't know if I, it's something that I, I aspire to. Like, people are like, oh, do you want to be the most beautiful woman in the world? To be honest with you, like, of course, sure. If it didn't, you know, kill me and I didn't have to pay much for it. Or if I didn't have to sacrifice so much for it. But other than that, no. <laughs> no, I, it really doesn't really add value to my purpose. It doesn't really add value to who it is that I'm wanting to do. But at the same time... I am learning to make peace with the fact that the world perceives beauty differently. Uh, there are standards. There are standards that we have the society tell us. There are also standards that we put towards this collective society value of beauty. And finding places to make peace with that. And to not always feel like I have to fight it, to have to change it, or I have to whatever it. But in, instead to focus on having constructive conversations about what that means for me and in my life um and i think this is a conversation that that impacts it impacts because then you ask yourself how much am i willing to change or to do to get this um so if you don't know this about me is i don't wear makeup and one of the reasons i don't wear makeup is simply because I can't do it like I really can't um, and I can't do it because I don't want to I feel like if it was something I cared about I would have learned how to do makeup by now okay but I also don't want to but another part of that has also been a situation of I just don't think that makeup would do anything for me that I am willing to pay that price for because I feel like the marginal um, difference I would get from makeup does not translate into a big enough outcome 
in the things that I care about. But that's me. I am a very logical person. So, you know, but it's something that I do think we have to talk about. It is something like, look, if you're listening to this, there will be another guy who is way more attractive than you. He will be taller. He will be hotter. He will be richer. He will be amazing. More than you. Facts. If you're a girl, there is going to be another woman whose body is more amazing, more whatever than you. Your perfect hair, flawless skin, all these things than you. And these are facts. I want you to sit with that. Like, to really accept that. Like, that's just how life goes. But just because there are all of those things does not mean you aren't attractive. And it does not mean you are not beautiful. Yes. It means that when you get into certain rooms, they get certain privileges, but the presence of those privilege do not negate the presence of your own attractiveness. They don't negate the presence of your own value. So if you take anything from this whole podcast, um, I would like it to be that. I would like it to be the presence of somebody else's beauty and even the superiority of somebody else's beauty. And attractiveness does not mean the inferiority of yours and it does not negate the presence of yours so basically just because somebody else is hot doesn't make you ugly it just means they are hot and you can also be hot too thank you so much for joining me this week for another podcast if you like this please share it with your friends um, subscribe and just Yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, Send me any questions, feedback. And also, I would love to hear how I can do better. I appreciate you guys. And until next week, have a great week.